Ooh, I ain't gonna do, <laughs> don't even do me like that. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back to Who Ain't Me With B Mo. Yeah. Hey, it's Urbane. <laughs> Welcome back, Urbane. Good to see you. <laughs> Sophia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Make sure y'all say good morning to the lady of the house. We got another wonderful episode of Wake and Bake with BMO ready for y'all on Tuesday. Huh? Oh, I said Grand Rising. Grand Rising, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's up? Hmm? What you want to talk about? Uh, what were we just talking about? We were talking about Will Smith. We were talking about. Oh, no, no, no. We're not like that. The things you were just talking about. Slavery. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, uh, um, we were talking about there's two stories that you were talking about. You're talking about the Walmart. Walmart is calling for a second second stimulus and and Americans moving out of the U.S. For, because of student loan debt. <laughs> so I guess we can start with Walmart. So the CEO of Walmart, he is losing. Well, they are losing low lower income shoppers because unemployment is drying up. So he's calling for a second stimulus. Uh, mm. they made 134.7 billion in the most recent quarter. Okay, and that's up 5.2 percent from the same period in last year. So, okay, okay. you know, growth. Okay. And it makes me wonder, uh, since Walmart is calling for it, do you think that <laughs> that would kind of incentivize the government to actually? You know what make I find very moves? interesting about this whole stimulus situation. What? Um, there are going to be there are reports out, and there are going to be continued reports that show that when Americans received stimulus and got that uh, uninsurance unemployment um, uh, benefit, yeah, that that moment of time is going to turn out in American history. Oh yeah, <laughs> American history mm -hmm. to be the best economic period for all Americans. Yeah. That's what we're gonna find out. I, I like, like I am. Um, uh, 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 I, I have no stats on that. Yeah. I'm pulling this completely from my ass. Not even from my ass. Just from news stories that I've been anecdotally. seeing. Anecdotally, <laughs> myself. Yeah. We're gonna look back. Somebody's gonna write a book about this time, mm -hmm. and make sure you quote your boy Bimo. Somebody's gonna write a book about this time, and those the months of like May, May yeah. to October, November. October? I would say I would say May to August. May to August. Those three months from yes, from yeah. the end of spring to the end of summer. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna look back at that time in the history of America and find out that that time was the best economic period mm -hmm. for all Americans. Yeah. Billionaires made more money. Mm -hmm. Millionaires made more money. Mm -hmm. Hundred thousandaires <laughs> made more money. Mm -hmm. People escaped the poverty line for the first time. Yeah. Like classes shifted. Classes shifted yeah. from the fact that, from two things, from the fact that America gave out $1,200 once, once. <laughs> once, and also gave living wages mm -hmm. to people without jobs. Right. Think about that. We're going to look back and see. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Owen. Hey, huh. Drew. Hey, B. What's up, man? So, if that's the case. Politics. I already know what you're about to ask. What's stopping us now? Politics. Well, I was talking about universal basic income. If you see Politics. the way that it stimulated the economy, why wouldn't they just continue to? I was listening to Andrew Andrew Wang, uh, Andrew Yang Yang yeah. Wang Yang <laughs> Yang Wang. <laughs> I was listening to Andrew. Uh, I think it's Yang. Is it Yang? I'm pretty I think sure it's Yang. Yang. I think it's Yang Yang. I was listening to Andrew Yang, and he was saying, um, um. He was saying, uh, right, you're right, B. B says, because the government finally decided to give money to people instead of this bootstrap right. BS, right? Right. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Right. What we were talking yesterday, a lot of people like to couch mistakes in tradition. Yeah. So they'll continue to make the same mistakes of their fathers and fathers and forefathers mm -hmm. out of the sake of saying this is the tradition. tradition. Yeah. And when I see shit like that, I say, no. Y'all ass has just been wrong. Right. Do something about it. Right. Maybe when we look at this economic growth that happened during the stimulus period, maybe, maybe we are truly pushing back on this American ideal of, of individual success based on what one can do for oneself. Okay. Yeah. Why would we be the most powerful, most wealthy... 
country on the planet and still let and allow people to suffer, we have the means to eliminate suffering. Is it because of this old American ideal that we got grit, that we strong, that we can stand up and do shit on ourselves? I feel like it's partially greed. Greed. But it shouldn't be greed. It shouldn't be. Because everybody made money. Exactly. Hmm. And also, I think America has a individualistic um, worldview. Not even worldview, but like, we are individualistic people. Oh, that's whiteness, other, though. That's that, whiteness. Yeah, yeah. We know, yeah, that, right. we know that one of the main principles of whiteness is, uh, was it rigid individualism? Yeah. Thank you, uh, National, His- uh, National Museum on the History of Arts and Culture. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, Drew says they're scared of another 1960s. Last time we taxed billionaires fairly and people had access to resources. We had civil rights movements, feminist movements, hippies' objections to war. I mean, are Loki. those bad things? Loki. Aren't we already there? <laughs> war is trash. <laughs> huh? Don't we already have most of those things right now? Aren't we Loki right. already there? Um, <laughs> We're in a civil rights movement. We got hippies. We got feminists. Right. <laughs> right. I think it's time. Let's break out the bread, baby. Yeah. Elon Musk became the second richest man today, yesterday. Yeah. Beating out Bill Gates. That means everybody who's on this call right now, everybody on this call grew up knowing that Bill Gates was the richest man on the planet. Right. That's no longer the case. Who's number one? Jeff Bezos. Duh. Oh, <laughs> you know this. <laughs> you know. I forgot about Lex Luthor. <laughs> I forgot about this Lex man about Luthor. about to take over the world. Goddamn Jeff Bezos. That's right. What up, Malik? What up, baby? Didn't he um, just buy something else crazy, like a train system or a... I don't know. Uh, uh, my man uh, Dante asked, does Lightning know how the sun not hitting where I'm at? Hey, I'm facing, I'm facing the east, baby! Um, oh, yeah, we see the sunrise every morning. We see the sunrise every morning. We're going to do a... We're not going to do that. I don't even <laughs> we going to say, say that. Hey, do a sunrise? Yeah, we're going to do a sunrise, but, but y'all don't be up. <laughs> we be up. We barely be up. <laughs> um... Uh, oh yeah, Jeff Bezos made money. Do you know how much money he makes? Like a second, a minute, all that shit. That's ridiculous. I don't even want to. <laughs> I wonder if Jeff Bezos knows that we talk about his wealth like that. Probably. Cause while I watch Succession, uh, which is about rich white folks, this is the closest I'm gonna get to some billionaire white folks. But anyway, uh, especially being in a familiar situation. But I watch, I watch them, and in the show they don't really talk about. They don't really talk about the money. They just live a certain lifestyle. They don't even but tweet. Is that because the like the father's old money or they come from old money? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Bezos but yeah, but weird. um yeah, Bill Gates is now the third richest man on the planet. That means y'all getting old. That means computers ain't shit. <laughs> That's exactly what that means. If Bill Gates is the third richest man on the planet now, and the man who owns Tesla and SpaceX, and the man who owns Amazon are richer than him. Computers ain't shit. We don't care. We don't care. Give them away. No, give them away. Give them away. Fuck it. Um, oh. Post. Po- oh, well, see, you know. Uh, hold on. That's A crazy. lot of his wealth is directly tied up to Amazon stock price. True. So you, you think you don't got like cash on hand? You think if I go ask Jeff Bezos for forty dollars in cash, he'd be like, "Brad, I'll be honest with you, I don't got forty dollars, <laughs> but I can get whatever the fuck I want." Let's see. I just want to see how much one. Because <laughs> that was a uh, uh, in in succession. Just to go into that myth for a second. In succession, they were talking about how the family stays wealthy by appearing to be cash poor at all times. Yeah. So uh, one of the Logans couldn't just go to the ATM and get, whip you out $100. They probably don't even have $100. Because right. the, their name is in debt. But their businesses keep them profit, profitable. Hmm. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Probably one, Jeff Bezos don't carry cash. One. Two, I don't think, I don't think Jeff Bezos banks at a bank where you got an ATM. I'm just guessing. No. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I don't think Jeff Bezos has a, has a debit card. I'm just guessing here. Or does he? He probably uses Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, real talk. Real talk. I don't know. <laughs> real talk. I want to ask. They uh, There was an interview with Warren Buffett. They asked him to pull out his wallet. He had his credit card and a picture of one of his grandkids. 
and two hundred dollars in cash. And he said nice. he had, he said he had that same two hundred dollars for as long as he can remember. Well, <laughs> two hundred dollars <laughs> in cash. Um, what you mean, if you stop separating them for the people? Mm, most billionaires don't. Their wealth is usually stocks and business assets, right? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. Do you do you have a debit card? Hmm. What would you need one for? I want to stop by this. Yeah, what happens if you're a billionaire and you want to go to Krispy Kreme? Yeah, okay, what if you want to go to like 7-Eleven real quick? <laughs> yeah, what if I want to stop at 7-Eleven real fast? <laughs> then what? Or do they papers. not? Or do, right. Uh, <laughs> or do billionaires not Do billionaires not stop at 7-Eleven real fast? That's what they got assistance for. Mm. <laughs> but then again, I don't know. Usually those niggas with that type of money aren't, well... Except for the Jeff Bezos and the Elon Musks of the world, most billionaires aren't easily recognizable among common people. So yeah, I guess I guess true. Yeah, most billionaires. You guess I guess we wouldn't just know them. I right. don't study just um, <laughs> super wealthy people. Uh, oh wow! Damn man, everyone uses AWS, right? He ain't Oprah. going broke anytime soon. True. Apparently, I'm looking Oprah forward hasn't to, been to a bank in decades. That's what Malik says. Oprah yeah. hasn't been to a bank in decades. I think Dante just said uh, niggas are starting to own the moon now. Are you saying they got real estate on the moon, players? Is that what, what you just told me? Is real estate on the moon? I can get I can get an acre. I can get an acre of that off uh, <laughs> off crater property. Is that what you're saying right now? How many acres are available? Ah. Oh, they're a good team. Okay, 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 okay. They can go to Seven Eleven uh, real quick. They just choose not to. I don't know. Um... Bezos own Netflix too. Yeah, he uh he owns oh, AWS shit. and AWS is kind of like the, the Amazon cloud. Web Services is kind of like the base yeah. for most shit. Um, you said you can't you can't own an acre of the moon. Why can't <laughs> I? Are you saying that I can't? Like I don't got the money to? Are you judging me right now? Or are you saying like they said they're gonna buy it all up and sell? Yeah. Oh. Uh, How you up. buy the moon? Money. <laughs> I don't know who owns it though. How do you even set a price? For the moon. Yeah, they're not going to sell it to us, though. <laughs> yeah, what, I mean, yeah. It, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yes, yes they are. Yes, they are. They're going to fuck up the earth, and then they're going to sell us shitty moon property. No, they're going to leave <laughs> us here, and then they're going to go to the moon. <laughs> they're going to go to the fucking moon. Ah, fuck it. We fucked it up. Fuck it. Aren't they already trying to colonize Mars? Um, Yeah. <laughs> what was, so you were saying, what was the, two, the two stories that you told me were Jeff Bezos is not, yeah. Jeff <laughs> <Just> Tesla. <laughs> Jeff Tesla. Um, <laughs> Jeff Bezos is now the second uh, richest man in the world over Bill Gates. And then Walmart is asking for stimulus because four people aren't doing so well right now. Yeah. Which means that Walmart is not going to do so well right now. Interesting yeah. thought. Mm-hmm. Interesting thought. Walmart's the... What is Walmart ranking the most profitable businesses in, in America? Got to be top ten, right? Let's see. Good morning, honeys. Honeys, girl! Uh, most of the wealth is diversified. That's what my man Ethos says. A wealth management team and properties, they can live off of interest alone, right? Um, uh, right, whoever sold the moon. I did, the lady at the house had me in here watching something at 3 o'clock in the morning about this theory about how the moon got there because of another planet that was next to that was next to Neptune, and uh, it, it, it flew through the <laughs> it flew through the solar system, <laughs> and it fucked everything up. And parts of it is the asteroid belt. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you know, don't say what it is, later in the house. If you know what I'm talking about, drop that down. What's the, what's <laughs> called, huh? Was it called the Red Planet? No, don't don't say it. No, don't. I'm, not, I'm not gonna say the name of it. Hmm? Oh wait, oh wait, it was another name. It was another name. It was another name. Hey, yeah. don't, y'all don't judge me because I got on green pants and a green shirt. Okay. That don't judge me, okay? I gotta get the light in the background. What is Galaxial Bank Federation? I don't know, man. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. Soldier Boy got something to do with all this. I just know it. Soldier, hey, Soldier Boy is involved. <laughs> Whole Soldier Boy is doing fine. I saw an animated version of them of them stories that Soldier Boy be telling about shooting them niggas during that uh during that uh, home robbery and how he uh Soldier Boy talked about he he walked on water one time trying to escape. Trying to escape the bus line. <laughs> oh. What's up? Walmart is number one spot for the eighth straight year. What, the most profitable? Yes, behind, I mean, in front of Amazon. In front of Amazon. 2020. Well, I guess one person don't own Walmart. 
Because why isn't the only Walmart? What? Damn. Um, That's crazy. Matt, break this down. Why isn't you smart? You know, Matt, the smartest nigga on the call. Y'all know, y'all know, Backpack Matt is a fucking genius. Y'all know this, right? <sighs> Nobody know this. Anybody know this? This nigga selling, this nigga selling sweatshirts. Feed the wolves, by the way. Make sure you get that at sbor.com. Huh? Oh yeah, gotta get it on the back. You know what I'm saying? Pow! Can the people see it? Oh, I got. There you going. go. Pow! <laughs> <laughs> Not as flexible as I used to be. Um, wow. Yeah. Mook said, Walton, well, the Walton family wealth is split. Right. So Jeff Bezos' shit is just basically him. True. But still. Um, and What's up? Apple's number four. Really? Yeah. Apple fell off, though. And third is ExxonMobil. Apple fell off. The rest are um, like healthcare. And then AT&T is number nine. Yep. Yeah. AT&T? AT&T is number nine. CVS Health is five. Well, yeah, because they—that's—that's that's the pharmaceuticals right there. They, yeah. they the biggest drug dealers in the oh, world. Yeah. Come yeah. on, CVS, make this bread. All right. Yeah. I did have. We do have two more topics I wanted to talk about. Oh wait. Oh, what about the? Uh, you want to talk about the, the student Say. loan thing or no? Go ahead. Uh, read an article that Americans are moving out of the country because of student loan debt. You know, what my first reaction is. Uh, you can avoid student loan debt at home. Duh. Right. <laughs> this must be a white guy. Come on. Oh, it is. There's a picture of him. Come on. White people don't know how to drug, don't know how to dodge no um dodge <laughs> no bill collectors. Oh, <laughs> you tell him you get on, you answer the phone and be like, oh, he died. That buys you about four months, right? Then <laughs> <laughs> no. you just let that bitch go to collection and make people make sure people don't pay you over the table. <laughs> Duh. Come on. Are the gas hitting you today? Yeah, gas sitting more. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome. Danny, good morning. It was good seeing you this weekend. Mm. Good morning. I just love, and I love when y'all do it. I just love when the Wake and Bake with BMO Knights send me testimonials of where they were listening to and how they listening. I just love it. I really do. Honey's, honey's girls, she says, uh, they don't have credit scores overseas. That blew my mind. That's because to me, what the fuck? and I've said this before, credit to me is the new financial Jim Crow. It doesn't exist anywhere else. It is It is segregation. That's what we were talking about? Sla- yeah, this is slavery. It is slavery. That's all it is. That's, that's all credit scores are. It don't make no sense to me. It don't make no sense to me. Um, <laughs> Drew said you talking to a ghost. <laughs> who? Drew. Right here. What Drew say? <laughs> oh yeah, I ain't got it because you talking to a ghost, but I ain't here. <laughs> this Casper on the phone, baby. Matter of fact, you are you are possessed. <laughs> if you didn't know. Oh what? Good morning, good morning. I've been hearing stuff uh, talking about Joe canceling like thirty thousand dollars in student loan debt. I've Jeez. also been I've also been hearing things from the conservative right about how not you know what not even the conservative right. I've been hearing things from the moderates about how if. The government cancels student loans. That's showing favoritism to the educated. And huh? there might be, and there might be, and I'm saying, you know, I'm saying this with, I'm saying this with all, with all just, but there might be a dumb nigga protest. I'm confused. Right. Think about that for a second. Think about, think about if, think about if you dropped out of high school, got yeah. your GED, Put yourself through certifi- certification classes, became a plumber, became a business owner, whatever. Yeah. And now you're successful. And now you got to pay taxes to help pay off student loans for somebody who went to college? True. Would that make you excited? Interesting thought. It is. Everybody on this call right here, everybody not on this call, everybody on way, all my Wake and Bake and nights are not college graduates. Right. How do you feel? Some of y'all got student loans, though. Malik, I'm looking at you, baby. I already know that because, you know, you're my man. How do you feel about your tax dollars going towards paying off student loans, which was an option? Hmm. I know, Drew. They're not dumb. They just choose, they chose different paths. I'm. You're right. I shouldn't even couch it like that because it wouldn't be a dumb nigga protest. It would be actually low key. The people who went to college, low key, we the dumb niggas for real. On the high. I think the people who already paid off their student lo- t- loans would protest. Ooh. You got the people. I pay. 
Hey, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> hey, I paid off my student loans. I paid my student loans off in cash. Um, I mean, B. Brandon says that's BS. Though I paid off my loans, and I'm not mad that my taxes now will help pay off other student loans. I mean, it's, I guess it's better than buying warplanes. Uh, honey's girl, she says. Uh, for a lot of people, college is a must to survive. That's how they. That's how they push college. Malik says, if it's a short-term stimulus to help the economy, economy is cool. Okay. Interesting. I would. I wouldn't think that it would be an issue as long as they don't necessarily raise the taxes. If they do, then yeah, of course. But Backpack Matt says, uh, Mr. Backpack says, we don't uh, we don't say anything when our tax dollars have gone uh, to bank stimulus programs. Ah, uh, it depends on who the we you say is. Because Cardi B said Cardi B questioned that though. I mean, so I guess you might not be talking to Cardi B. I question where my taxes go to. Mm. But people who off, paid off the taxes with their tax cut. That's true. Mm. And Drew says, I feel like uh, it's asking me a healthy person, uh, have my taxes go to free health care. I want to help. That's because y'all are good people, okay? Y'all are good people, <laughs> but good people is not necessarily what politics is about. Uh, true. Damn, Malik. Malik said he would buy a crib next week if he didn't have any debt. Would you have a crib already if you didn't have a credit score? Let me ask you that. And why is there a credit score in America? Right. That's, I was just about it. to say, why? I want to research that. Maybe we should research that and, and, and get some results on the next Maybe we be more research section. Well, you know that um, the whole banking system is privatized, right? Like, no, I didn't know that. The Federal Reserve is a private institution. It's not a government entity. entity. It's owned by oh, a family. Hold on one second. Brandon said something a second ago, and... Because we a solution baked podcast morning show, it actually made me think about something. Brandon says our tax dollars go to things that don't directly help us all the time. Are y'all mad that our taxes pay for VA healthcare, veteran healthcare? You raise an interesting question, Brandon, and I actually wonder if there if there is a more palpable solution to where our tax money goes rather than just voting for representatives to fight for us in Congress. Wait a minute. You, we know, we know, because we're all smart individuals, right? We understand. We're, oh, Mo asked me, where's the piano? OG Wake and Bake with BMO fan. Come on, you already know, dog. Anyway. Um, Y'all know. What was I about to talk about? The Y'all yeah. know that the United States is technically a republic representative democracy. We're a collection of states put together by a federal union who vote on representatives to elect to 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 create laws in our on our behalf. With the, and I want to talk about something else, just give me an idea. With the heightened use and spread of technology, do you think Americans can handle a direct democracy? Do you think we could vote every Friday? And I ask that because it seems to me that the conversation always around taxes is like my dollars end up going somewhere that I don't want them to go. Now, while Brian Brown, I have the utmost. The, I mean, I would do anything for the veterans. I mean, my goodness, a soft spot. I've said this to Brandon before. It's a very soft spot in my heart for those who volunteer, especially black folks, who volunteer to protect this nation uh, in a military sense. You can have your objections. You can ask why, but did you do it? No. Okay, then shut the fuck up. That's usually my that's usually my statement. After that, you can you can have you you know you can have your thoughts. Everybody can have their opinions, but unless you put your life on the line, I think you can only say so much. Uh, and until then, you should shut the fuck up until somebody of a better rapport asks you a question. But anyway, 
uh, I don't mind my tax dollars going to the VA. That's where they should go. We should be taking care of our veterans all the time. There should be there should be no reason why someone who volunteered for that service to protect this nation should then have to be crippled by some of the worst capitalistic parts of our nation, which is the healthcare industry. Right. There should be no way. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. Just like black folks shouldn't have to pay federal taxes, <coughs> it shouldn't happen. We should have to pay federal taxes for as long as there was slavery plus 200 years. That's just what I say. That's just what I say. Um, or give us the money back. But anyway, that's the reparations conversation. There, speaking of which, this all comes back to the same conversation. There, I, in trying to find a solution to how we could better control where our taxes go, the one solution in currently in a two-party system would be to align with the party and have a bigger voice in that party and then have a bigger say-so in what your representative represents. But at the same time, I don't feel like that's enough. I feel like every American, and excuse me if I'm ignorant or biased, thinking that most Americans are have access to technology or at least have... Uh, proximity to technology it feels like it feels like we could talk for ourselves now hmm. i would and see this is why we need a more progressive a progressive government per se and i don't mean progressive like you know we just constantly pushing forward but like i think america's been around what, what 400 years mm-hmm. 1776 <laughs> 2020 300 and something years I think it's a fair question to ask. I think it's a fair question to ask, can we be better represented? It's a fair question. I was watching, what was that, Hassan Minaj on yeah. Netflix? Yeah. If y'all don't if y'all don't watch that, you know, I definitely like to watch diverse diverse content. But go check that out. He does a he does a conversation on the two-party system and expanding the two-party system to a multi-platinum, multi-platform system, which would still have the same outputs of the democracy that we're used to. We would still vote and shit, but it would just look just a little different. I think there needs to be an evolution of democracy of democracy at some point of some sort. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, that is a that's a very like. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh-huh. Y'all don't go nowhere. I'm still right here. My camera just went off. Um, What's the name of the Hassan Minaj. Mm, the Patriot Act? The Patriot... Uh, the Patriot something. <clears throat> the Patriot Act. The Patriot Papers. It's one of those... It kind of looks like a... You remember the soup with my man's... Uh, Tosh Pointo? Yeah. And uh, 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 and and old dude from Community with the hair, um, it looks like one of those shows in the same in the same breath as like a John Oliver. If y'all not yeah. watching John Oliver, John Oliver is is fantastic. I really miss <coughs> John Stewart though. I really miss John Stewart. Okay, a couple of things I want to talk about. Uh, there's a there's there's a question this week that's kind of been. I think I think I might be wrong for having this thought, but. Ooh, I don't think I'm wrong. I want to talk about Mulatto. Okay. Which is ironic because her name is Mulatto. Right. Which uh, means mule, by the way. I didn't know that. Because you know a mule is a is a horse and a yeah donkey. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um. One, I want to acknowledge that this this home here <clears throat> is a home where uh, we do celebrate black women. Absolutely. Um, ooh, honey's girl, that's a good point, though. I think a governing system like that will require a lot of infrastructural improvement, like education, power grids, electricity, internet. True. Oh, before I get to speaking my mind about Mulatto, on that point, honey's girl, today Comcast announced that in 2021 they'll be putting a 1.2 terabyte cap on their internet services. Think about that. And then, like on your phone, if you go over, you have to pay a certain, a certain price. Okay. A 1.2 uh, 
um, terabyte per month cap. That's a lot. Drew, let me ask you this. No, it's not. Drew, let me ask you this. Drew's on the line right now. Drew is a digital producer of sorts. Drew, how much internet per month do you use? If you had to, if you had to just guess in megabytes, <coughs> how much internet do you use, use per month? I want you to know in this house we use more than 1.2 gigabytes per month, uh, terabytes per month. Absolutely, because yeah. each one of these episodes, when we download them, when I pull them off of my camera, they like uh, 930 megabyte, uh, gigabytes. I know that. These things is huge. These joints is huge. Like, you know, we doing this direct. Like, this is not like this going off a video card, 4K straight into the computer. Right, like, especially in quarantine. Especially in quarantine. So that I, they look, I, I was reading some uh, some data this morning, reading some breakdowns this morning, because I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest data dude. So I might even just misspoke about how much data I'm using right now. But I know we're using one, more than 1.2, because I did a little, I did a little, uh, calculation on an app using people's other so smart shit. Don't worry about it. I know we're using more than one point two. Okay, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I did it while I was I did it while I was in the bathroom. Anyway, uh, the, the point of the matter though is that they're putting the Comcast is putting a cap on um, exactly. So they did a calculation. It's like five hundred hours of HDTV or uh, thirty five thousand hours of of like Zoom broadcast. It's like either or of those situations, what? right? And it's calculated based on a one person household. So you and I, who are both digital producers in a sense, Damn. you and I, who are constantly using the internet, we don't have cable. Uh, Comcast, the biggest cable internet service pro provider in the United States is putting a cap, a cap on how much data that you can use per month, unless you're willing to pay for it. You know why they're doing it though, right? Money. And what, what money are they trying to get back? What money do they lose? They lost that cable money, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Comcast said, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, we're going to get this money back. No, don't worry about it. No, 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 no. Do your little subscriptions. Oh, Subscribe shit. as many as you can. Because the more internet you're going to use, the more, more we're going to charge you. And you know what it starts off as. It starts off at a cap at 1.2, but yeah. then the basic service is actually 800. 800 uh, gigabytes, right? That's what it's going. It's not what it, that's not what they're saying now, but, but that's what it's going to be. The basic service is going to be the 800, and then have for packages the and, shit. and for the people that they provide internet services to on a discount because of because of you know um, social economic uh, dis disparities, they're going to hit them over the head. It's going to be like 500 gigabytes a month. Stay off the internet, nigga. You don't deserve to be educated or entertained. Shut up. And then there's going to be the unlimited packages that are going to be just out of reach of people who can, just out of reach of what people can do. And it's going to be based on probably what them cable prices are going to be. I see the game. We see the game. So, Honey's Girl, you 100%, you are, uh, you 100 percent right. Um, While students are learning online, right. I, I mean, Matt said 5G is going to be a game changer to remove that cap if they're smart. They're not smart. They're greedy, Matt. They want their money back, baby. We're talking about Comcast. Call Comcast right now and see how long it takes you to get a representative on the phone. Just call to say hello. I, ooh, I bet you they piss you off in the first 15 minutes. And you calling them to say something nice. I bet you it happened. Fuck Comcast. Ooh, I, ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, I hate them. Oh, I hate a monopoly that can get through. I hate slavery. Oh, I hate slavery. Oh. Uh, uh, Matt said data is more valuable than oil now. Yeah, we running out of oil. Right, I was about to say, because these <laughs> girls said Verizon about to get some new clients. Yeah, yeah man. Shit. <laughs> Shit. So to the point of to the point of the ability to change over uh, an American infrastructure, we'd have to we have to be able to vote digitally. And we can't do that if motherfucker putting cap on the internet. Mean to tell me I watch Sopranos. If I've been watch Sopranos, I can't vote. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> if you telling me if, if the voting day is the last day of the month and I've watched all of How I Met Your Mother, I can't vote? Mm -hmm. That's trash. Trash. What is data? I guess we're not gonna get to mulatto today. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. The last thing I wanted to uh Well, it's only thirty-five. Only thirty-five? Okay. Well let me we got you know, we already had to we rolled a little early, I suppose. Um 
in predatory capitalism. Facts. Uh, yes. I'm a capital, capital predator, though. Not, I don't think predatory. Not predatory, but I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm a hunting the money. You feel me? No, no, no. No, no, okay. You know, you try. You, you get those things out there. Um, yeah, Elon must have been sending satellites. He's about to have his own service. It's true. Um, come on, man. <laughs> come, come on now, dog. Yeah, uh, what was I about to say? Mulatto. Oh, oh, um. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Mulatto. So, oh, there's a question I wanted to ask, and and I want you to know, we definitely. I was I was given my um, I was given my prerequisites before. I was given my protections before. But it's, yeah. fuck it, my show. I say what the fuck I want to say, as long as I'm not hurting nobody. We we watching we watching what's happening with Mulatto, and uh, I her name and the conversation that's coming up about Mulatto. And the Doja Cats and the Cardi B's and the Asian dolls are is are oh, let me put my feet on the ground. Mm. Let me put the feet on the ground. Are mm. biracial women mm. replacing black women? No, that's not the question you wanted to ask. What's the question I want to ask? <laughs> that's not even what. That's no. not what I was saying? No, that's not what you were saying what at all. What was I saying? What, tell me, remind me. Are you sure? No. Because I remember, I thought I was making the point of, um, what, was, what was my point then? Break me down. <laughs> Break me down. Break me down. You were saying that um, your young Mulad, not young Mulad. <laughs> your who? <laughs> <laughs> your Mulatos right. and your Doja Cats. Right. They may start their career off Remember? No. Like, I don't remember this point. Rooted in blackness, and then once they get to a certain level of success, then they start promoting being biracial. Oh. I'm not making that point. That's I thought what you I were was saying. saying. When? Before we got on? Like two hours ago. I thought, I thought in my head, I was making, maybe I didn't say that, but maybe <laughs> in my head, I was making the argument of like, um, uh, there is the, as I put out a reel yesterday saying I'm not one to judge somebody's perspective of blackness, but there is a difference between the biracial experience and the black experience. You said that, yes. Right? And it does sometimes feel, now this is me, a very dark-skinned black man, sometimes it does feel that Biracial people, or maybe we've been socialized to feel that biracial people use their blackness as a story of resilience and their biracialness as a story of success. Yeah, you also said that too. Um, but I also thought in my head I was making this argument of like um, the women in the hip hop game that are that are gaining like wide success outside of Meg Thee Stallion and well probably in the last two years outside of Meg Thee Stallion are biracial women so is there is there an industry to push is there an industry push towards biracial women uh, especially when we look at when we look at the the difference between uh, let's look at a difference between um, Rhapsody no let's do somebody who's uh, alike what is and somebody help me out because I don't really know the difference. But some, what is the difference between like Young Miami? Is she black? She like uh yeah. right? What yeah. is it between like a Young Miami and um, Mulatto? What's the popularity difference? Is there a popularity difference there? I think so. Who's bigger? I'm pretty sure Young Miami. Okay. Because City Girls. Oh yeah, City Girls are popping. Yeah, City Girls are popping. <laughs> yeah. City Girls are popping. So maybe I wasn't making that argument. What was my other argument then? That's what you were saying. Like you were saying. Oh, sometimes it feels. Sometimes it feels like when biracial people are successful, their blackness is in what they overcame, and then once they become successful, 
Yeah, now it's... It's like, now I'm bi... Not yeah. now I'm biracial, but like, I'm successful in biracial and right. not successful in black. Yeah. I'm resilient in black. Yeah. Successful in biracial. Yeah. Like, we look at Barack Obama, who was a civil rights attorney, first black dude to be uh, the editor of the Harvard Law paper or whatever it was. Like, these are all these first black monikers. And then when he's president, you know, there's a big call for his success because he's, he's biracial. Yeah. I'm not saying that's I'm not saying that's the narrative that Barack Obama pushes. Maybe it is, maybe it is. Um but I'm saying that feels like the perceived narrative from my perspective. Um and so then my larger question, here's what it was. Thank you, Lady of the House. I appreciate you getting me there. My larger my then my larger perspective question was are biracial people black? Yes. Blackness isn't a monolith. I, and it's not, but it 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 I mean there's not there are definitions of blackness, but there are also degrees of blackness. Like there's a different definition of blackness for everybody. Not disagreeing. Okay. Not disagreeing. Because I who again, who am I from one perspective of blackness to evaluate another perspective of blackness. But I'm the question if you can be black and not be black, are you black? Yeah, I feel like you still gonna be black even if you aren't black, but you're black. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm struggling. This the, uh, I'm str- <laughs> you can try is and this, turn away is- from your blackness, but you're still black at the end of the day. Why? Is black not an option? I mean, physically, no. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm getting lost in my weeds. Hold on, 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 hold on. You can't. My, if, if you can be something and also not be that something, are you that something? In terms of something like blackness, I think yes. That only works this is going to sound really bad, but fuck it. I think you can be, I think if you are biracial, this is, this is, this is going to sound fucked up, but I'm just got to say it because I got to get to my point somehow. I think you can be of black. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I black? think, I think you are, and I, man, this, this, I've, I'm hearing the conversation back in my head. And I'm recognizing how fucked up this might sound, especially if you are biracial, or if you are read the comments, or if you are, or if you are parents of a biracial person, right? See, okay, where does this? Hold on, before before you get there, I gotta get to my point. Hold on, hold on. The reason I say that is because when we were talking last week about if if Stacey Abrams became president, that is a different victory for me than it is for Barack Obama. Barack Obama is the first black president, period. Yeah. Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris is the first black vice president, yeah. period. But Stacey Abrams would be the first black president. Yeah. See how I'm saying, see how I said the same thing? You see what I mean? I mean, and I'm I, not trying, I also, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pure blood okay, here. Okay, okay. Well, and I'm wait. not trying to pure blood, mud blood, hybrid situation here because I feel like I'm on a, I'm on a line, baby. I'm on a very, I'm on a very tipsy line. But the reason, the reason I'm saying that though is because I, I know there to be a stark difference between being biracially black and being the descendant of the enslaved. Okay. But I have a question for you. Let's say I was not a black person and you're talking to me right now telling me that Barack Obama was the first black president. Right. But then if Stacey Abrams became the president, she would be the first black president. Do right. you think and let's say I'm confused, like, what are you talking about? Obama was the first I would say it just I would say it just like that. I would say it do just think, like I said just right a, now. Do you think another No person I think would be that confused? is I think that is a racially complex and complicated thought. Because right now I'm right now I am I'm walking on a line of my own comfortability about the description of black people from this perspective. But what is giving me solace in the moment right now is I'm trying to bring it out 
to a recognition of two different perspectives within, you could say this, there is a big blanket of what black is mm -hmm. in the African diaspora, and we are all that. Biracial, 132, Octoroon, fully black, uh, West, West Indian, we all there. Afro-Latino, Latino, mm -hmm. Asian to a certain degree, we all there, right? We all within. We all exist within this African diaspora. What I'm saying about black, when I say black, I think about specifically. I think about specifically about the legacy of the enslaved. That's what I think about. I don't think when that's when I say black. Black culture to me evolved from being enslaved, well, being stolen, being enslaved the resilience towards such in this American land, specifically yeah. in this American land, usually in the black belt. Mm -hmm. When I say black, I think about macaroni and cheese, right? Yeah. That's the, that's the black. I'm not talking about oxtails. <laughs> when I talk about black, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. So, but at the same time, if you are West Indian, you too experience the same enslavement, freedom, liberation, exaltation, migration. You experience the same thing. So we are all black in that same sense. And yeah. there is a experience that is the same, but still West Indian black and American black are two totally different perspectives of black. Right. What I'm saying though, what I'm, uh, the difference though is in West Indian black, you can be black and West Indian or not black or wait, you can be West Indian and black uh you can be both. You can't be either one. If you move, if you migrate, if you participate, you are within the African diaspora, yada, yada. What I'm saying about biracial people is there is a part of you that exists within this African diaspora. There is a part of you that may not exist within this African diaspora. So if you can be both, yeah. can you truly be the other? And I say that to recognize that there is a stark difference in the perception in the experience between biracially black and direct descendant of enslavement black. Not to discount one or the other. Not to, not to say that one is better than the other, but I just feel... How... <laughs> I forgot, I don't even know what, I know the point that I'm trying to make. They're agreeing with you. Okay. And I feel like it should, it's not, you shouldn't feel disrespected for being who you are. You are, damn, I'm not going to define you. <laughs> That's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to define you. Okay. You got some comments you want to read? Um, Honey's Girl says, I don't Honey's think Girl! I don't think it works like plus and minus canceling each other out. They just coexist. Um, let's see. Lil Hustler hmm. says, you may be black, but if someone is rejecting their blackness, who am I to force being black on them? Yeah. Sure. See, but that, if that's my, if you can be, if you can choose not to be, because this is not a, True. what I'm experiencing is was never a choice. Yeah, because she says they are black as long as they claim to be black, right? If you say that you are not black, then you are not black. I'm not forcing it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That must be odd. That has to be an interesting perspective. It has to be an interesting perspective. And, I th and now I think about, I, try, I think about some of the relationships in my life. And I think about... Uh, I think about how these individuals had to have, have had to negotiate with their race for their entire life. That strife in itself, I mean, I guess that's not optional. At the end of the day, that's not optional. People are always going to look at you and be like, what are you? And these two are interesting, too. What we got? Drew. So, uh, if... So Safia says, so if they if they are biracial and grew up with only black family, would you question it? Uh, am I am I questioning people's race right now? 
man, nope. that was not my intention. That's the nope. that's the thin line I'm trying to. That's the thin line I'm trying to avoid. I'm without. Maybe because I'm not it. You know what? Maybe I need to read some more. There was a book that came out uh, maybe like 2009, 2008. Watch it be like 1985, actually. It's a book called I'm Not Black, I'm Biracial. You remember this book? Yeah. And I read I read the thesis. I read the, the introduction. I read the back cover. And at the time, now mind you, I was... At that time, I was like very black. I was like Stokely Carmichael black. I was very offended. Like, really how could you one. be? How could you be a part of blackness and then not choose blackness? Yeah, they said you told the line, Brandon says you. <laughs> Man, no, I'm on the baby. I'm on the line. I'm no. I want you to know, Bemo knows I'm on the line, and I want you to know it's not my intention. It's not my intention to offend. It is really an intellectual practice to separate. The experiences, experiences in my mind under this new thesis of mine of unification. When I was younger, when I was 19, I would ask to a biracial person, how could you just not automatically say you black? Black is better. You know what I mean? That was my young militant uh, first, year out of, first year out of Howard University don't know no better about how people actually work in the world mentality. Um, but now as I'm growing, I feel like the mature thought process in my mind is to recognize that the biracial experience is different. Not worse, not better, not more liberated, not more free, not more white, but different. Dr. Carr covered that. Um, yeah, you gotta send me that video, Drew. Um, yeah, and so when I was, I saw the conversation, I saw Mulata was having this conversation about herself on Twitter, and people were questioning her blackness, and her response was, I'm black. What was the conversation she was having? Like uh, I can't remember. It was just like tweets and response, tweets and responses. Uh, oh, well, somebody said like she wanted to be black so bad, oh. and she was like, "I'm black." Oh, yeah, that's weird. Right, and like, and so that's what I'm. Again, Barack Obama was the first black president. Yeah. Kamala Harris the first uh, is the first black vice president. If Stacey Abrams becomes president in the next four years, Stacey Abrams will be the first black president. I'm saying that to all say all of these individuals are black. But there is a, there is, if we can say that, right, and then if we enter into the clubhouse of black, right, we walk into, not the actual clubhouse app because that feels like something else. If we walk into a conversation amongst black folks, for black folks, in a unified, we're talking about in a unified party, mm -hmm. and we're in a, in a room full of black folks, and there's black folks who are experiencing the dark skin experience, there are black folks who are experiencing the New England experience. There are black folks who are experiencing the adopted experience. There are black folks who are experiencing the biracial experience. All I'm saying is, I feel like, I feel like maybe, especially as society gets to, gets to evolve and grow, maybe we need to consider their perspective more. But at the same time, I hear you saying at the same time, but BMO, how could you say, how could you say we need to hear their perspective more when you just said they wasn't black? <laughs> I'm not saying they're not black. Did you know the Simpsons are one thirty-second black? Did you know the Simpsons are one thirty-second black? I, okay. Um, ah, Matt says, how many billable hours have you accrued around real niggas? I suspect Stacy is in the league on that metric. Okay, facts. Um, Grandpa Systems, Grandpa Systems, grandfather was an escaped slave. Interesting. So, what are the other thirty-first of them? What? The Simpsons? It's not like thirty-first. It's like because <laughs> it's halves. So it'd be like the next generation would be sixteenth and eighth. Okay. So yeah, what are the fourth. what are the rest of them? Are the Simpsons white then? 
Yeah, but they said he said they identify as black. The sisters identify themselves as being black? I could see Marge and her sisters as black. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hair, the sisters. I see you yeah. hair like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I see you with the Marge Simpson. I see you. It's beautiful, though. I love it. Um, man. I'd, uh, hmm. Oh, we got more comments. Yeah. I don't think the other people think of Stacy as the first. I don't think other people think of as... I don't think other people would think of Stacy as the first as well. Maybe not as many black people. Maybe. Uh, um, Marge mixed probably. <laughs> <laughs> Marge mixed. Oh, Marge black like for sure. Marge black for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marge black for sure. She so, just hot yellow. So okay. Okay, I just I just read a comment. Who said this? Um, who said this? Uh, who said a conundrum indeed? Right. I don't think other black people would think of Stacey. If Stacey Abrams is if Stacey Abrams is elected as president. Yeah. She's not the first black president. I feel like I had never. I didn't think about that. What is that? What does that headline read? It would read differently in in local newspapers than <laughs> national papers. I can tell you that for sure. What does the NAACP pay? What does the NAACP say about Stacey Abrams when she's elected president? Do they say she's the second black president? No, they would they would word it way more carefully than that. It would be like the first female black president or something like that. <laughs> But or they would they might even say she's first the first female. Yeah. yeah. They would say she's the first. Yeah, I think they would just say that because it's the safest. You, you think anybody <laughs> would be bold enough to say I'm, the first sure, descendant yeah. of slavery is now president? I don't know if they'd say those exact words. Descendant of slavery. Why not? They would maybe they would say the first full black. See, that's some pussy shit. I'm sorry, my bad. I about to get an attitude. To me, okay. Then that's the then that's the punk ass part. Then, right? That's that. Okay, there it is. There's the attitude. There's the attitude right there. I just found it. There's the attitude. Why not? Why not say Stacey Abrams is the first descendant of slavery to be president? I just feel, I, ooh, I don't know, man. There's something, there's something a little... It's a little... Something a little punk, something a little punk about that. I don't know. Mm. You think white people would say it in small towns? I think we should all say it. Cause I'm thinking of like. I think that is you talk about a big moment for America. I think that is huge. All these niggas we talking about is black. Everybody black. Yeah. Everybody black. Yeah. I don't think uh, Honey's Girl said I don't think black people care about Obama being mixed because we claim him as black. Uh, I mean, we do claim him as there's black, a though. Big, like, we Drew's claim- what Drew just say? Yeah, um, yeah. this this whole Adolf story right now, American descendant of slavery, like, that thing, that thing is not going quiet. This, that yeah, one, that and... Yeah, different. Um, what's the other one? Am we? Or... Uh, 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 the other moniker for individuals who directly um, descended from slavery, like that is, I know what it is, and I, we get ready to wrap up because the time is running low. I know exactly what it Ooh. is. It just hit me. I don't want us to be forgotten, as all these other sectors of blackness grow in success. I don't want us to be forgotten. That almost brought a tear to my eyes. Thank y'all for watching. We will be more. Yeah. We'll finish up this conversation tomorrow uh, at uh, 8-ish a.m. Hope to see you there. Sorry if I offended you. Let's learn some more. Oh, let's keep talking because I think we got time. The thing ain't going off. Um, 
It yeah. Could go off any second, though. I mean, it could go off any second. But these are <laughs> these are my favorite times. You never know. You never know when something might just pop off. What's up? I'm just looking at the comments. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my feeling. It took me it took me all those words to say. I'm very proud of the success of black people as a whole. We see Kamala Harris is now vice president. Barack Obama is president. Um, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of things. Maybe maybe it's jealousy. <laughs> maybe it's just plain old, I need to take this to my own meditation corner, my prayer corner, and figure this shit out on my own. You know what I mean? Maybe it's, maybe it's something within me that's causing, causing this, this feeling, and I can figure it out. But on the other side of that, it's still the same feeling of, I, you know, I, I still I feel my ancestors. I think about when I think about enslavement for too long, it does make me weepy. Like I can I can feel it. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. <laughs> I just don't want it to be I don't want it to be forgotten. So thank y'all for listening to uh, the Wake and Bake with BMO podcast. Got a little heavy at the end, but fuck it. You know, solution baked shit. You get over it. Thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.